D. Yo. Looks like there's no Deshaun Watson on the agenda, but because I mentioned Deshaun Watson, does Yo, that mean he's still on. part of the show? What? <laughs> yeah, I guess so, seeing that you brought him up. What is that all about? I uh, thought I was safe. You know I love me some Watson. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Plenty to get to on the show. I mean, it was just a mention, right? We didn't go full boring. It was just a mention. Just, hey, Deshaun I mean, Watson, you, just throwing it out there. You know what I mean? See, there you go again. There, you know, so, okay. You know, LeVar Ball. All said you got to speak it into existence so you just throw it you just throw it out there throw it out there uh we're going to talk about um not watson um although i may sneak him in again uh but uh d ford or, or the niners stuck with d ford uh for another season um also another uh listener question to get to that we postponed from uh a week ago so we'll get to that richard sherman also um saying he's likely done in a niners uniform so we'll touch on that as well um, so yeah, nice little, you know, off season pod to get into first, of course, let us remind you to continue to download, subscribe, rate and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. Uh, you can hit us up, get involved with the show via Twitter. I'm at our Haylock. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I'm at watch Ray Ray. He is at underscore bump in run. As always, we are brought to you by. Bet online. Football might be over, but you got the NBA going, college basketball, NHL, all in full swing. Only place you should be betting on these sports is betonline.ag. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Yeah, you can bet on all that stuff. Who's going to pull out whose hair? Who's going to, you know, throw water on who? All that. All that. It's all available <laughs> over at BetOnline. They got hundreds oh, of props goodness. with real-time odds on almost anything you can imagine. Of course, the 24-hour on, 24 online casino never closes. So, head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Uh, D Ford, oh, man, I you start to do the math, Ed, and um, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, math was never you know a strength of mine. Um, really, you know, I yeah, think that. yeah, no, nah, 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 like a math guy. Now, math was one. I, I was until I got to algebra, and then they said, you know what? If you're not good at algebra, you'll be good at geometry. So I strolled into geometry, like, oh, okay, I got this, right? And I was, and, and, and that didn't work out either. So, um, yeah, that was pretty much the end of my math career. Uh, pretty, pretty peaked out, probably about about the tenth grade. So, uh, yeah, oh, that, that happened. Funny. I never would have thought that. Yeah, man. So you you start to look at these numbers, right? D Ford. Uh-huh. Um, there's 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 this talk out. There. I don't know. It's it seems like, <laughs> for lack of a better word, the Niners mm-hmm. are, are stuck with him. Um, the the he has a cap hit for twenty million dollars. Um, so if you cut him, that's going to cost you twenty against the cap. Um, but he also has injury guarantees, right? He has he has eleven point six million. Might as well call it twelve million dollars uh, uh-huh. fully guaranteed if he's on the roster past April first. And um, essentially, they can't cut him um, until he passes a physical. And John Lynch has already gone on record saying he does not know if uh, Ford would even be be healthy by the start of next season. So you got all these things to figure out. And and we thought I know weeks ago I thought this I, I, clearly this was lost on me. Um, I thought, of course, you know he wouldn't be back. There's I I, I didn't foresee uh-huh. any yeah. situation in which he would be back. But now from a numeric standpoint, looks like 
Niners may not have a choice but to bring him back. Would make make this make sense, Ed? Um. Well, the only way it can make sense is if they work out some type of deal. Um. Because you, you, the question is whether or not D wants to wants to do anything with them on the injury guarantee. Uh, because you could you could keep him around, um, not necessarily because you don't take the cap hit if he's on IR. You could put him on I and you and you also if he's if you put him on IR, um, we have to look at how that plays out with his um, injury guarantee. Because is is that is that money for active roster, or is that money for being you know on the IR? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you have to look at it that way. So they may be able because. Because this is the thing that we're talking about. When you talk about cap hit, and you talk about injury guarantee, so injury guarantee, that's eleven point six million real dollars. That's real money. That's real money. Cap hit, that's monopoly money. Now it affects what you can do business wise with the rest of your roster, but that's not real money. Um, injury for the injury, that eleven point six, that's Jed writing a real check, as opposed to. The cap hit, where John Lynch has to figure, he has to do his job and figure out how to how to keep the team floating. So, as, as I'm saying, you can you can utilize the IR if he's not back, and John Lynch is saying that he may not even be healthy. So, if he's not healthy, you you put him on the unable to perform list. You see if he has to go to the IR list, and in the meantime, you see if you're able to work out some type of deal, since you can't cut him. Um, since you can't cut him while he's injured without getting something worked out. So there's, that's, that's going to be the question. And, and that's the, that's the safest move right now, based on what you just told me. And that's the knowledge that we all have. If that's the case, the only thing that I can say is that you have to, you put him on IR if he's not able to go because if he's healthy, if he's able to go, then it's, it's easy. He plays, <laughs> you, you, you know, that, you, you don't have the, the luxury to put him on IR until the season starts though. Correct. Uh, yes, yes, you can't you can't put him on IR right now, but you know you can put him on the the PUP list. Yeah, not like baseball if, in the off season where you could just throw a guy on a sixty day DL or whatever, right? In, in the yeah, off season, yeah. it's not it's not like it's not like that. So that being said, now yeah, free agent target number one is Trent Williams, and you're going to have to pay that man. And I would imagine that would have had to be in the plans if you know you went. If you took the steps you took to acquire him, and so, um, you know how that works out. You're gonna like how I see it. Trent went. Trent Williams is number one, right? And then you you could say okay. you could say Verrett's number two, and then you, yeah. you can just start filling in the blanks after that. Yeah. Um. But but I would say definitely Trent Williams is number one, and he's he's going to command a he- a hefty salary, and so that's true. This this will. I don't think this is going to affect them signing Trent, but I think no. this affects them signing some other players on the back end, if that makes any sense, right? Uh, I, I see what you're saying, but see, this is the thing. Understand this and look at it this way. Um, and and I'm going to let you answer this question. Do you think they went out and got Trent Williams without um, the understanding or without, without the thought of, having to re-sign him at a large number. Do you think they did that? 
You mean an agreement between both parties? No, 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 not or an just, agreement. Just you, in the building, you, just the Niners. You, in the in the building, you you're going out. You're saying we're going to make this 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 trade for Trent Williams. We understand where his contract is, and it's going to cost us a lot to keep him. Don't you think they already had that? Discussion I think I, they make that move before? saying this is going to be our left tackle for the foreseeable future. Absolutely. Okay. So with that being said, that, so that's that's what I thought you were going to say. So with that being said, um, I don't think it. And, and D Ford was already on the team and signed to a certain contract. So you already know going into this year that if you cut D Ford, it was going to cost you 20 million. Um, if you, and you also, and remember, they also knew that the salary, they didn't know where the salary cap was going to be, but they knew it was going to be a reduction in the salary cap when they made that move. So all of these things start happening. I think they sort of thought it through already. So that's why I, I never really freak out when something like that happens. Because remember, a GM's job is not today. John Lynch, that, that's Kyle Shanahan's job. Kyle Shanahan's job is today. Win today. You got a game Sunday, win Sunday. You got a game Thursday, win Thursday. John Lynch's job is how do I sustain this? How, the ongoing good of the team. What's the best move for me three years from now? That's John Lynch's job. So I'm not concerned about it. He's, this is this should be worked out. You should be able to do it. Now, one thing I will say, I'm going to say it again. I said it back then. I think you overpaid your tight end. Wait, wait before you before you get there, before you go there, I I don't think it's it so much has to do with them re-signing Trent. I I think it affects other other players in terms of maybe maybe another tier of DB you may not be able to get now because uh of this money that's tied up that that's kind of um, that's kind of that's kind of my thing right like like not the like, Trent I, Williams. like no, See, not, no but, not Trent Williams like Trent I think Trent's fine Trent's going to get his money I'm talking about like from from a depth perspective and then also from a, 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 a talent perspective in terms of, like, what level free agents can you bring in possibly at other spots of need? Like, whereas maybe a couple extra, uh, maybe a, a little bit more money here would have been able to allow you to get maybe a level one, level two tier type free agent. Now you might have to be forced to take a level three because that money isn't there, right? Am I looking into it too much? You well, no, you're looking at it just you're looking just from the wrong side of, of the table because what you're saying is there's money tied up, and I'm assuming you're saying the tied up money is in D four. Is in D four. Okay, but so so what I'm saying you're looking at it from the wrong lens because now with this injury and now you're saying well if you cut him it costs this much he has this much guarantee. Remember, D Ford was on the team with that contract when they decided to go and get Trent Williams. That's what I'm trying to say. They had already thought this through because you either had to cut D Ford or pay D Ford. So you already thought out your options and how it was going to affect you. You also knew that um, a certain guys contracts were going to be up. You knew who you had just paid. So I see what you're saying right there, but I'm saying that those numbers don't really well, drastically. Yeah, the, it, it's it's there, right? Like you you already had the money tied up with D four, right? You knew D four yes, was going yes, to be. So, on, so yeah. that's what I'm saying. But so you D4. also have to have another, not another, another. You also have to have another player in that position, though, because D four can't play. But but wait, but wait, but listen. But those are same. But those are the same options that you had at the same time because you had the. Remember that that those numbers were already tied up in him. So you have to remember the numbers are already tied up in D four. So. 
all of a sudden um, now with Trent Williams coming in, you knew that you were going to have to put 20 something million dollars into Trent Williams. You knew that going in. If you go get him to keep him, it's going to cost you this much. So you either had to say this is a one year fix and we're going to try to win the Super Bowl and we need him and we're going to let him go. Or, as you said already, and my thought is that he's going to be our tight end for the foreseeable future. I mean, I'm sorry, our, our left tackle, then you have to pay him. So that was there. And so the tie-up is not D Ford. Now, what throws you off, it's not D Ford's contract. What throws you off is having a, a Barrett have a, have, having a pro, a pro Bowl, all-pro type season. And, and could he possibly, now you want to keep him, and the numbers on him could be a little skewed because he outplayed what you were planning on pay, paying him. So those type things can affect you. But D Ford, that's why I'm just saying you're looking at it from the wrong side of the table. D Ford is not the guy that's really throwing you off because D Ford was there already. His, his numbers don't change whether he's healthy, whether because think about it, whether D Ford is healthy or injured, he's still that same money. And you were going to get a backup no matter what. You were still going to have to get other players at those positions. You're still talking about pass rushers and all these other things that you that you need um, and, and whether or not you're going to pay Hyder and all, the, all these things that you're going to have to do. That didn't change. D Ford's money was already on the books. So that's so, so I wouldn't look at it like how does how does this affect everything that they're doing? That's what I'm saying. Now, now John Lynch, it's time for you to GM your ass off again. That was a part of it when you went out and got Trent Williams. And, yes, you need to keep Trent Williams. Yes, you're going to have to figure out what to do at that end, at that side. But that's also the reason why I say, guess what? You don't give away all your draft picks for Deshaun Watson because you can go and get a guy in the draft that can come in and he doesn't kill your salary cap because and, and he's on a rookie contract, so he's not as expensive. So where you're talking about going out and getting a – a third tier free agent. Why not get you a top tier um, draft pick? That's that's why I'm saying you can't give away all these draft picks. You've got to keep sustaining the team and keep getting good. And you can't put it all in one player. Is it making sense to you now? I I, I hear you. I I think um we we've talked about John Lynch and you know some of the great things he's been able to do from a contract perspective. Um, obviously, just because of the injuries, right? This one just doesn't look good, right? It looks like it looks like you're stuck. It looks like you're maybe trapped a little bit. It looks like you may be a little a little hamstrung. Um, as far as Kittle goes, and you're you're about mm-hmm. to get to this, and we we talked about this pretty much all off season last off season. Um, that extra money you gave him, I mean, that now looks a little different, right? It would come in handy, yeah. I, and I and I said then, you know, I said it. I, and and everybody, I, I got the, I got all the boo book uh, birds and and all the hate when just you know I was like I'm just trying to say I, I can I, I like Kittle a lot even in this whole um, trade scenario the guy that I was like I get rid of it, it would be Kittle I I wouldn't want to like I said I wouldn't want to do it but if I had to throw in one of my top tier players it would be my tight end because I can win a Super Bowl without without the best tight end in the league. Not, you, and we can argue about whether or not it's, if he's the best tight end in the league or not. Some guys say yes. Some guys say no. Um, they say it's Kelsey. But regardless, he's either one or two. But I can win a Super Bowl without one or two. Tampa Bay just did it. Yeah, they just did it. 
so that's why I don't need the, the best tight end in the world is not going to, to take me to multiple, you know, Super Bowl wins and stuff like that. He's not he's not the most important factor. That's all I'm saying. Uh, and I thought it was a mistake to set the market where they set the market because they didn't have to. He the highest paid tight end, they gave him almost five million more than the highest paid guy. And there was no reason for them to do that. Oh, you, you could have made him the highest paid and saved four million dollars. You could have given him eleven million. And 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 how how could that look bad? How if any if, if you I mean to the 49er faithful everyone, like we made him the highest paid it at his position in the history of the league. Why y'all mad at me? But you didn't have you didn't have to go all out and do that and pay him on uh, where you paid him. And I said that those numbers could come in handy. So now those back-end guys and backup guys that you're talking about, you could use that money. An extra $4 million on in your cap would be huge right now, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So then I, and that's that's all I was saying. I was I was, I was was looking ahead like a GM. Like, to me, to me, yes, I can keep Kittle, but I but I didn't have to pay him. I didn't, I, and, and I said it then, I don't have to pay you $15 million because – no one else is. And the number they were talking about, 15, 16, 17. And I was like, I don't have to because nobody's going to pay you that much yeah. because tight ends don't get paid that much. But that's that's a whole different thing. So now we'll see how it all plays out. Um, But that right there to me is more a factor moving forward than D Ford's contract because D Ford was already on the contract. They they decided to, to give Kittle that extra money. D Ford was already on your books. Yeah, in case you missed it last week, uh, we got a brand new sponsor to the program, ED. Very, very happy to have uh, these fine folks along with us. And um, they're making me want to get into the shoe game, ED. I don't, I don't know. I've been I've been pondering this uh, for a little really? bit now. Yeah. I mean, really, people really? out here you wanna, making a killing. Buy, buy or sell. Uh, which one you want to do? It doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. Buy, buy to sell. Buy two sell. Yeah. I got you. Flip well, that start flipping he's talking Start about, flipping kicks. Well, well, people, that new sponsor he's talking about is eBay. Uh, and you know, I mean, new sponsor to us, but not new to you. And whether you whether you're looking for some red, rare dead stock or the latest release, you can find the exact shoe you are looking for at eBay. We all know that uh, it is the original sneaker marketplace, and uh, you can go there to scoop up the exact shoe you are looking for. And, and when you go there to eBay, they have their authenticity guarantee for your sneakers, and they are meticulously inspected by independent professionals. Understand that and know that. They have a team of experienced sneaker authenticators to verify the box, the logo, the stitching, and they have a dozen other inspection points that you can check out. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity. And they protect the sellers with verified return processing, which is good if you want to get into that game. All right. And for this and for all you sneaker sellers out there, know that they eliminate any selling fees over a hundred dollars. So that makes it free shipping if you want to flip your collection. So go to ebay.com slash sneakers today. This is the eBay. Believe, 
Oh, go ahead. Hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Nah, eBay.com slash sneakers. Go there today. It's the world's best destination for discovering the great value and unique selection. There we go. Now you can go. And this is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. <laughs> you know you got to get all you got to get all the sponsors stuff. Man. I got, you know I, yeah, man. You I, gotta I, pay the I, bill. I, I jumped. I jumped the gun there. You did. Uh, he, the gun. he is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Feel free to get involved in the show. Uh, hit us up on Twitter. I'm at R Haylock. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, he is at underscore Bump and Run. I'm at Watch Ray Ray. Uh, also. Um, make sure you continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find and listen to your podcast. If there's a like button on your particular podcast, subscribe. Like go ahead it. and hit that like button, if you will. Um, Richard Sherman, and we've talked about this a little bit before. Um, I don't know. It's just seeming more and more clear like he's probably uh, not coming back. Uh-huh. Um, and so we, we, we sort of talked about this. I. I mean, obviously he'll be missed, right? But I, I think, yes. I think you have some pieces to work with there. But but also, let me. I feel like you got to bring somebody in. I do feel like you got to bring somebody in. And yes, of course. Not of not course. name Jason Verrett. Like you 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 got to yeah, resign him. And I think you got you, you got to bring in a guy year, opposite man. him. Um. Well, yes. Yes. I mean, every year, two things that I would do. Uh, two things that I would do. Well, cor- actually, corners. I would bring in corners every single year, every single season. I'm bringing in corners. I'm trying to free agency, and I'm probably drafting one um, uh, every single year. Uh, and the other thing is quarterback. Maybe not every year, but probably every other year, I would be drafting quarterback if I were the GM. Um, because with corners, reason being with the corners, and you've seen it here. Normally, the smallest guys on the field. Uh, the most athletic, but the smallest guys on the field, and you're going to get in, the injury rate is high, and guys miss time. So you got to have a lot of guys that can play. That's what I think about the cornerback position. And then quarterback, we just know it's how hard it is to, to find one. So I would always be looking for one. But um, yes, I agree that with the loss of Sherm, you have some pieces there. I really do. But you know, I I I would go out. I think. You know, Williams is is a no-brainer. That's it. But I also think you got to bring back Jason Verrett, and I think you can bring him back. I, I think you you offer him a good contract. I don't think I don't even think he's expecting to get the the um, the Ramsey contract. He's not looking for that because I, I don't. You want it, of course, but he's not expecting to get that type contract. And so I think you can find a way to work something out to, that works for everybody. And now you have a top tier guy. And yes, you go out and you look for someone across from him. Um, and unlike the other positions, I don't think you, I don't think you have to go out and grab a top tier guy. Yeah. At, I don't, I don't at, know that you have to, to go you, you know, get a, a top tier guy. What about this? What about, at twelve. At, at twelve. Uh, see, I'm not. I already told you, I'm not drafting a corner. I'm, I'm not. A, I'm not drafting a corner. Um, in the first round, I'm not drafting a guy at twelve. I'm not drafting a guy twelve unless he's a freak of nature. And and I haven't seen that yet. Once I see these guys' numbers, once I see see their true size, because I I'm not going to go off your college numbers. So I don't know how big a guy is or how fast a guy is. Um. Uh, how much he weighs, I can't go off his college number. So once I get his true measurements, 
And there are some kids out there now. I mean, there's, there's, there's I can't even think of the, the one kid name. I was watching some tape on him. Somebody sent me. He's six four. Um, I mean, just his. I mean, his quicks are there. His movement. He looks like a corner. Long, quick. I mean, just his his change of direction. Everything is there. But I'm like, I got to see a straight line speed. Because if this kid is, he doesn't have to be a four two. If he's a four five, I'm like, okay. He's gonna be a real corner. He'll 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 because he's so long. It's gonna take up for some of the speed that people might talk like may think he doesn't have. And then on top of that, people four or five is fast. Every you know because I hear all these kids in high school like I'm running four threes and all this stuff. And I used to tell them all the time, no, you're not. I, I, like even when I was helping out with these kids and coaching, doing things, and the kids are always like, man, I'm a four four, I'm a four three, and I'm like, no, you're not. And I'm like, I'm an old man, and I'll outrun you. And I used to do it just to show them, like like you're not like you don't understand how fast that is. People don't under they don't they don't truly understand how quick yeah. <laughs> four three four three is. And so there are very few people that run that fast. Um, so with that being said, at the the twelve, no, I, I'm I'm not un, unless I right now there's not a corner uh, that I would say I'm going to grab at twelve. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know that that, I would that grab guy an offensive is out lineman. there. I, I I need an offensive lineman. I need a defensive lineman. I can find a corner. I can find you can find you can find an Eric Davis from Jacksonville State. Now, I personally think they should have drafted me in the first round, but anyway, um, yeah. Uh, but you you you're, 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 find, you're, a, you're a first rounder. You know you know you know my stance on this. If you yeah, well, if you well, if you would have had a different. If you'd have had a different school across your test, you'd have been a first. If I had, if I had, if I, well, I mean, they even told me that if I had, if yeah. I had gone, if I had gone to a larger school, uh, and, and and really that's what got me drafted in the second round. You know, to get Ray Rose, my DB coach, he was like, they're not going, and he said it. He told me he was like, they're not going to like it, but he was like, but if you had gone to Ohio State or SC or UCLA, he was like, he was like, no if problem. I told him I was drafting you in the first round, no problem. Yeah. He was, he was, but he was like, but you didn't. So, but I say that to say. You can find a corner. You can find a solid corner. You can find yourself a player in at a smaller school in a later round and not have to put that type of draft equity into it and go out and get the the big body guy from one of the schools. Get a lineman. Get a pass rusher. Get get these big dudes. But those positions you don't have to. It's like the it's like the Fred Warner in the third round. It's like the Navarro Bowman in the third round. Yes, you you can also get the Patrick Willis in the first round, but you don't have to. You you can still find athletes to play those positions in the later rounds, and corner is definitely one of those positions you can find it in. So no, but but yes, do you bring in a guy? Yes, I mean I'm you know you start possibly in the second round, possibly in the third round because you got to find some solid starters, and and that's what that's what it's been a while since they've since they've got the guys that are just like solid starters that you develop and you can you can get through and that's what I want them to do the way they went and found me myself and Merton Hanks get get some guys raise them in your colors and and develop them into the solid starters that that you can have on those on those lower contracts for a long time and that's how you keep the Trent Williams so that's the that's the mindset you have to have. Get get your pass rusher. You're talking about the D four. Use that twelve to get a pass rusher, especially if D four is not going to be there. 
to get somebody opposite of Bosa. Don't trade away Bosa because you already have that one. Go bring in bring in some guys in the second and third round that you can develop. Um and move up. And if you get lucky with an E-man and a guy like that, a free agency, a free agent, then there you go. It makes you that much better. But that's the, that's the route that I'm going to look at it, man. So, yes, I want to sign Verrett. Yes, I want to get somebody opposite of him. I think I can look into the draft. I don't necessarily have to go out and get the um, get a veteran guy at the cornerback position because I think I can do that with some safeties. I would be looking for a veteran um, safety, safety, as opposed to a corner. Okay. Yes, I st- I still think you got to find somebody in the middle that can turn the ball over. Yeah, you, you got to find somebody to get 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 their hands on some balls. I I, I hardly yeah. agree. I hardly agree with that. I I um I think there's gonna be a little bit of a shakeup. I I don't think I'm not sure about Eman and and Spoon. I, I don't know that both will be back. And I, would pro- I don't think both will be back either. I would I probably don't. lean more towards E-Man, but um, I think E-Man will be easier for you to keep yeah. because I think more you'll find more interest in Spoon. Um, because regardless of what the faithful think about Spoon, um, we, we you know I've said this: there's no such thing as a draft bust. You you have you have organizations that may overreach for a player because no one decides the position that they get drafted in. So I, you can't be a bust because you didn't you didn't say pick me here and I'll do this. Yeah. The team the team thought this, but but there is so so regardless of what you think about a guy being a being a bust or not based on his draft selection. This is the one thing that you know you've heard me say this a lot. One thing about it, there is a difference in the overall physical specimen and athletic ability. When you when a guy is drafted higher, yeah, it is very it it, it you know and 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 that's the you you know how I went back to the Patrick Peterson, uh, show. yeah I mean he was he was Patrick Peterson was the like I, I I remember that I remember him I'm like that like that guy's a no doubter to me right like like that that guy's a no doubter like I don't I don't see that guy in this draft where I would want to use him at twelve um. But and that's see that's my point. When unless you see the freak of nature, yeah. When you know when when I first saw Patrick Peterson, I was just like, he can't play corner. He's too big. Yeah, yeah. And he was <laughs> yeah. I mean he was. I mean the, the ball skills are there, and he was doing stuff in the return yeah. game as well. There, there's a kid coming out yeah. of LSU probably next year, Derek Stingley Jr. I, I don't know that he's necessarily the freak of nature. But he's really, really good. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, he's we'll, really we'll, good. We'll, we'll, the we'll kid see. out of I mean, Alabama is really, really good this year. I, I want to see how big he is, how fast he is. Everything. You know, there are some guys. Talking about Sertain. Really, Sertain's Sertain kid. Is, yeah, yes, he's good. He's he's good. And but I want to see how good. I want to see his size. I want to see his speed. Um, uh, so, but 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 I those those are the things that that I'm that I'm saying on E Man. But going back to what I was. The, the reason I brought up Patrick Peterson and Sherm, you look at their careers. Both of these guys have had great careers. Both of these guys are going to be Hall of Fame type guys. Yeah. We we know that. But um, there is no question that Patrick Peterson, the first rounder. First round talent, yeah. A first round talent 
Sherm, I believe, was a fifth rounder. Fifth round, yeah. But we see he could have been a, easily. Look, we saw he could have been a first rounder. Yeah, you do that redraft, he, right? He probably, he probably is a first it, rounder, right? Yeah, redraft. And you look at his career. You go that same year, redraft. He would be a first rounder. Why was he not a first rounder? And Patrick Peterson was. This is my this is my E man, um, Mosley situation. Physical ability. Yeah. Patrick Peterson is just a flat out better athlete. Yeah. Not saying that's not saying that Sherm's a bad athlete. Obviously, he's not because you can't do what he's done if you're a bad athlete. But Patrick Peterson is just a better physical specimen. That's why he got drafted high. So back to E man and Mosley, you're going to get more looks because. Whether you think he can get it done or not, people are going to give him more opportunities because he has more physical ability, and that is Spoon. Spoon is a Spoon is a better athlete. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a better physical specimen than Mosley. Whether you think he's a better player or not, that's why I think it'll be easier for them to keep E-Man. Yeah, and and he looks the part too, uh, for sure. Um, Spoon does. Um, in case you've uh, you've been scoring at home. Um, you can take Carson Wentz off the uh, soon-to-be 49ers quarterback yep. list. That, that won't be happening. Um, so, so that that's out of the picture. Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, the the names are the names that are that are, that are still out there. So we'll we'll see. Kind of kind of a, a wait a wait and see approach. Um, I'm still. You did good. You made it through, and you did not talk about it. Hey, you know, I look. I try, I try to be a man of my word. Um, and speaking of being a man of my word, we talked about this last week, Ed. We we got you know we we value our 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 mailbags and and our listener questions. And this is from um, uh, at the Gibster, and he asked uh, he asked last week as part of our show last week, we went through the entire mailbag and we you know answered a bunch of questions. This was one we had to table. We had to get back to. We had to, you know, of course, go back and watch some film. This, that, oh, and the I other. remember and, that. Yeah. Yes. And yes, so yes, he yes. he wanted to know different ways in which the 49ers – can you discuss the different ways in which the 49ers handled the end of the first half and last year's Super Bowl mm-hmm. versus the Chiefs in this year's Super Bowl? Um, So I went back – going back and watching that, I believe the the Niners versus how – how the Bucks handled it, if if I got this correctly, because um, both both teams got the ball, similar situations, right? Under a minute mm-hmm. to play, yep. In the half, an opportunity to drive downfield. Now the difference is the Niners were tied up ten ten. Looked like Kyle was content on just sitting on the ball, and then he ended up getting a baby girl over here just just losing her mind. Wait, you okay over there? We're trying to do a podcast. All right, that's her. That's her cool. job. <laughs> Her, her her job is to wreck shop. That's her job. Yeah, yeah, she's she's wrecking it. That's for sure. Um, that's, that's, that's she doing? Everything she, is new right she's now. She's doing what she's supposed to do, though, right? That's what that's what, that's what my big brother always said. He's like, man, she's doing what she's supposed to do. I'm like, all right, all right, I I, I pre I, I get it, I get it. Um, so it it was ten ten. Kyle looked like he was content on sitting on the ball. They ended up getting a pretty big chunk play to Wilson on a little angle route out of the backfield. Um, and so then now there's a little bit more sense of urgency. And so mm-hmm. and then they hit Kittle for that huge chunk play, right? But then it comes back. Um yeah. and so offensive fast interference. OPI, yes, right? And so at this yeah. at this point, you know, they're pretty much out of time, right? Because by the time they hit hit Kittle, you're looking at under fifteen seconds to play yeah. um in the half. And so and then this moves you back, right? So you're no longer in field goal range, you're back in, you know, the you're back in your own territory, so they just take a knee, they take it in. As for yeah. the Bucks, they are up here at this point, and Bruce Arians 
foot on the gas, right? But I don't, I don't, I don't want to say he was full pedal. He was, he was full pedal to the metal because um, the drive didn't start out that great, and um, it ended up being a similar situation in which. Uh, you know, he he took he took a shot over the top to Mike Evans, and then they ended up getting a a, a, a defensive pass interference. Um, mm-hmm. Brashard Breeland, it, they ended up getting tangled up. He ended up tripping Evans, and so now that's a huge chunk play. So you're deep inside Chiefs territory, and then that makes it a little bit easier for them. Um, you know, to be able to get into the end zone, being being that much closer, and so they, yeah, they they and so and of course they went for it, right? So at the at the time they were up fourteen six, they went in the half up twenty one six after scoring that touchdown. So it was the bit, it was the OPI against Kittle that kind of negated yep. the Niners from being able to get into the end zone. You could say, and then it was the DPI against the Chiefs that allowed uh the Bucks to kind of keep the drive alive, if you will, to be able to get uh into the end zone and and to add um to add some points. Um, I remember us talking about this. I wasn't mad at Kyle for for um for sitting on the ball. You know, you, you're tied up 10-10, going to the locker room at halftime. Obviously, you're going up against an explosive offense. Um, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate the fact that he sat on the ball. But the fact of the matter is, like, you know, now they give you an opportunity. And once you have the opportunity, now you don't have much time to work with, right? Um, and so, but it got negated yeah. because the OPI anyway. So it really was kind of water under the bridge. Um, uh, well, but you know what? So to, to answer the guy's question on when he's asking, how do you, how do you um, think the teams handle it? How do you compare it? They they actually played it the same way. Yeah, I, I think I think that that will be. Sick. I mean, they, they they played it the same way. They started off conservative because they had the time. You're concerned about making a mistake in your own territory or getting off the field uh, because you're backed up. You're worried about um, giving them the ball and they have time. So you're trying to eat up some of the time and then see if something can happen. And then once, you know, the Niners took their shot and the, the flag went the wrong way. Tampa takes their shot, flag goes their way. Then you're you're right. Now you're able to operate um, with house money. Yeah. So it's a different mindset. They they actually played it. It's it's not like one was an assassin and the other guy was afraid to do anything. They played it the exact same way. Um, one you know the difference is that Tampa made the play. You know Evans made the play and he got the pi as opposed to Kittle not making the play and getting the pi. So. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so I believe that's that's what you were talking about. If not, go ahead, send us a tweet. Um, let us know, and, and everybody, this goes for everybody. You know, feel free to get involved in the conversation. Uh, hit us up on Twitter with with your questions. Uh, more D four talk, more quarterback talk, whatever it is that that you're interested in. More free agency talk. Um, obviously, these are all things that we're gonna we're gonna have to touch on. A uh, little bit different draft prep this year. Obviously, I know we were just talking about the 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 numbers and everything, right? Ed, um, no combine this year, so that's gonna be a little bit different. Yeah. A little bit tougher on on these teams to kind of oh, evaluate guys. They're, they're um, going to all leak because trust me, they're still going to work all the guys out. Yeah. They're going to do. Well, Trevor everything. Lawrence already had his pro day already, right? He, yeah, see, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's gonna, the guys are going. Everyone's going to work out, and all the information is going to leak out, and everyone's going to get to run their times, and they're going to get measured and everything else. It's, it's just going to be old school, like it was when I was coming oh, out. Imagine this, uh, Ed. This is the second straight draft prep. Um under the the cloud, if you will, of a pandemic. 
Remember Tua, yeah. remember Tua last year? He had to do his thing virtually. Um, they actually had a combine last year, but Tua, because of the surgery and everything, he wasn't ready for that. Um, mm-hmm. Didn't do any on-field stuff. But it, but his video, he had to, you know, he actually taped the video uh, and sent it around to, to Tua Tagovailoa, the, the Dolphins quarterback, obviously, we were talking about. Uh-huh. Um, and, he, and he sent it, you know, he sent it around everybody. And now this year, um, kind of a similar thing, right? It's it's uh, it's interesting. Here we, It's almost like we're um, – Almost like we've come full circle here, so to speak. Uh, you know, March will be here soon enough, and that's pretty much when you know everything started to shut down, at least here uh, in in California. In, in um, California, yeah. yeah, the end of February, beginning yeah. of March, everything shut down. It's it's amazing that we've been in this this state for um, this long. Yeah, it's crazy yeah. when you put it when you you put a football clock on it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's and, and and baseball is about to start their second season, um, you know, in a in a pandemic, and of course basketball is continuing, you know, is underway with with the second season as well. So it's it's a very very interesting times, but uh, you know, ho- hopefully, you know, we we can all see the light at the end of the tunnel here, um, yeah, and and we're you know still being safe and and doing the right things and and managing uh under the circumstances um so yeah so we'll we'll get we'll get into you know all the draft talk for agency stuff or whatever whatever you guys got uh feel free to hit us up um i think that'll do it for this one i think we could go ahead and put a bow on this one for my partner Super yes, Bowl champion eric davis i'm rashawn haylock this has been the believe in 49ers podcast on the believe podcast network y'all be safe we will see y'all next week peace Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.